0: Welcome back to a new week in the gaming world, and there's been a lot of juicy publisher-based news, even developer-based news, that has come out over the last couple of days. So we're going to get stuck into that, but before we do, I wanted to ask you if there was any stories that we miss on this show that you would like to submit and get a shout-out on the show. If you're interested in sending me a story to cover in one of our future episodes of The Dead Drop, please feel free to get in touch at deaddroppod.com at gmail.com. The link for that email address is in the show notes. And this is your transfer from the 8th of August 2022. And these are the new stories that you need to know. It was never going to be long before some creator on the GameStop NFT marketplace started breaking copyright and commercial law by selling things that they didn't own. The nifty arcade creator Nathan Ello has been suspended from the platform for selling NFTs that host and give access to games that he had no right to sell without the creator's permission. The argument that he made in response to the suspension is that he was trying to make games available to others through the NFTs as a resource, but for ease of access for any users looking to play the games themselves, rather than playing them through his wallet, he wanted to make it available to theirs. Some of the creators of the games that he made available from the NFTs that he sold have since come forward and said that they didn't have a conversation with him. Nathan Ello didn't approach them about selling the games on the marketplace and the money that he has made from selling the NFTs has not made its way back to the creators of the games either. As if the GameStop marketplace needed any more reason not to work, NFTs have been on the downturn for the last few months and the return on investment for them is surely not going to be great in the next little while. Though I do appreciate that Nathan Ello seemed to be using this as a test bed to show that there is more value to NFTs and the blockchain than simply making money and an investment. Unfortunately, this has bit him on the backside, and it doesn't look like this is going to be an authentic use case or a genuine one for a little while. For more details on his interesting proposition and the games that were involved, have a look at the link in the show notes. Sticking with crypto, it seems that the audience members of Twitch's biggest stars are falling into bankruptcy after seeking to participate and play in crypto gambling games that these stars are using to make millions of dollars from the companies themselves. Gambling is one of the most watched categories on Twitch at the moment, beating out games like Fortnite and Dota 2, which seems ludicrous to us being gamers that understand those games and how they work. But the most important thing is that these stars that are gambling online in front of audiences for money are supporting habits that their audience members take up, but don't have the sponsorships or the ridiculous sums of money to spend. And in fact, could be facilitating gambling habits that could be dangerous to their well-being. In Bloomberg's report, it's shown that some of these Twitch streamers make a million dollars a month from these deals, while the crypto gambling companies themselves can make hundreds of millions of dollars, thanks to deals with a single streamer. It appears that Twitch is investigating these claims and diving into gambling on the platform as a category. Whether this will facilitate a change in the terms of service, it remains to be seen, but hopefully they are thinking about the audience when they are making a decision and not the streamers on the platform that are making ridiculous sums of money for something that's ethically dubious. Logitech G, teaming up with Tencent Games, is looking to release a cloud gaming handheld later this year, currently called the Logitech G Gaming Handheld. The device is expected to support Nvidia GeForce Now and Xbox Cloud Gaming, and that's pretty much all we know about the device so far. This has been the year of mobile gaming, with Steam Deck coming out and the Switch still being one of the highest selling consoles of this generation, playing your PC games on the go seems to be the new hot space to operate in. The fact that a device that they're making to enable cloud gaming wouldn't have to have the rigorous hardware specifications that some phones would have if they specify gaming as one of their functions, needs a good looking screen, the ability to transfer high amounts of data across a network, and with access to a good network and those subscriptions, you're off to the races. I'm excited to see what they can do, but we'll have to see as more gets announced over the course of the year. Tencent, a company you might recognize as the Chinese behemoth trying to buy its way into the gaming market in a very powerful way, is seen to start becoming the largest single shareholder in Ubisoft. Currently, it seems that Ubisoft is owned 80% by the public, 15% by the Geomots, who are the largest single shareholders, and then the remaining 5% is owned by Tencent. They're looking to increase this margin so they can purchase a little bit more and get a controlling stake in the company. While the family resisted a hostile takeover bid in 2016, it seems that they're open to receiving bids, especially when Tencent is offering over the company's last share evaluation. The last while has shown Ubisoft to be pretty keen for an acquisition of late, so it seems likely that they will be selling off parts of the company to Tencent to sweeten the deal. Again, we'll have to see what happens. Following the shock sale of game IP and studios to the Embracer group, it seems Square Enix is looking to diversify their portfolio a little bit more. It seems selling Crystal Dynamics and Eidos wasn't enough, it was only Phase 1 and now Phase 2 will be moving their money around a little bit so they can concentrate on the creation of Japanese games. They're quoted as making games with 100% owned studios that they need to be selective and concentrate resources, which limits expansion, so they're going to be selling off some portions of their 100% owned studios in the EU and US, so they can reallocate funds to mainly Japanese titles. This makes sense with the game plan they've been establishing after the last little while, but David Gibson, an analyst who is quoted in this VGC article, says that they are looking to increase their capital efficiency, and this will likely lead to sales to studios who are looking to buy, such as Sony, Tencent, and Nexon. Again, more shocks to come with IPs shifting around the game space, so keep listening to the podcast and we'll report as things change. Good news for PC gamers with Nintendo Switches, it seems that the Steam platform now supports the Switch's Joy-Con controllers, and this is in the combined format, as you'd expect attached to the Switch itself, or in their singular format, so they can be two separate controllers in and of themselves. This replicates the behaviour on the Switch console and is a welcome update in addition to the coverage of all the SNES, NES, N64 and Mega Drive controllers, which was introduced to Steam last month, and the Switch Pro controller compatibility being introduced way back in 2018. As someone who recently purchased a Switch after not having a Nintendo console since, I think it was the Game Boy Advance SP, this is very exciting, I'm going to be trying this in the next couple of days and I'll report back on how well it works. And the last story for today is around a bit of speculation that's been taking place after the Eidos Montreal and Crystal Dynamics acquisition by the Embracer Group. It seems that people have been pretty excited for a new Deus Ex game, the last one being Deus Ex Mankind Divided. It didn't seem like there were plans in place to develop another version of the game and it seems that is indeed the case. People speculated that the Embracer Group is great for reviving old IPs, but it doesn't seem like there's a lot of plans in place at the moment to revive the game franchise. So, if you are waiting for that Deus Ex announcement to come soon, there may not be anything coming anytime in the future, so I wouldn't get too hung up on it. And that is the gaming industry news that you need to know. If this is your first episode, welcome to the Dead Drop community. Head to deaddroppod.com to check out the sources of the stories and more. Follow the Instagram at podcast for more stories, or follow me on Twitter at Pod, and you can find out even more gaming stuff. Join me every Monday and Thursday for the latest game news. If you've got a chance, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, and tell your friends about the Dead Drop. Stay safe, stay well, and I'll see you here in a couple of days.